get you break the Tesla. Ninth grade, yeah, prom days, yo. Raised by the internet, final stage, yeah. We could do anything by that age, yo. Dick could start, there was too cool for my space, yo. Had the iPod touch with the red snow city, yo. But you can power it all the apps. It's 8 o'clock. Thanks for tuning in to MutinyRadio.fm. We're going to have a comedy clubhouse. I'm not afraid. <laughs> Remember that thing when you were little and it was like, I'm going through the forest. Da, 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 da. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. There's a big bear. No, there's a, there's a scare, and it's called coronavirus. We're still, I hope that you're listening online or podcasting, and it could be real. It could, I don't know what's going on. The world's falling apart and everybody's hoarding toilet paper. I don't understand. Like, that, that's what you're worried about? Use an old T-shirt, you weirdo. <laughs> Take a shower. All right, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play some more music, and we'll be back whenever we decide to do comedy. And there's some comics here, and we're gonna have a good time telling jokes. Uh, listen back to the last show on Happy Hour. I had a great set on that last one. I feel really good about it, and I can't wait to listen back to it and be like, "Oh, I am the funny person." All right, uh, thanks, David, for playing music and stuff. Just bring that music back up on Submixer, and we'll be back. Radio. Sunzu hey! Here we are at the comedy clubhouse. <laughs>
I had a piece of my weed bread. Oh, we should just, the weed bread. Uh, you could break it out for everybody. I wish that I had like butter or peanut butter or something to go with it, but it's still tasty. Everyone should eat a slice. I'm starting to feel it's getting, I'm getting high off. It's on the uh, piano bench if you want to grab it and put it out for everybody. I baked bread yesterday. Uh, I've, this is, I'm very excited about, just you put it there, whatever, everybody should eat some. Yesterday when I was baking this bread, I started thinking about vegans because they eat bread. And as I took thousands of tiny dormant yeasts and I fed them food and made them be alive, and then I enslaved them to do my bidding, and then they burped and farted and they made the bread, and then I put it in the oven and I murdered them. Bread is some fucking Nazi shit, man. I was just like, vegans, you hypocrites. You eat bread. Is it gluten-free? No, you can't make bread without gluten, you dummy. Anyways, I, um, I made this bread yesterday, so everyone should eat it. It has weed in it. It will make you high. I'm very high. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I am having my period. I should talk about that because I'm in a room full of men, and that is a feminist act. No, it's a... Uh, <laughs> I'm going through perimenopause and it's weird. So this is like my third period in six months or something. And so it's just, I'm slowing down and I love it. And I wanna, I wanna get a tattoo on my uterus to commemorate its disuse uh, of a tiny skeleton baby kitten. <laughs> like a tiny <laughs> skeleton kitten all curled up there, a little fetal kitten. It's so cute, I'm a little uterus tattooed. Oh. I, I do love cats. <laughs> I love cats. I love all the cats. I do. I'm like crazy cat lady. Like, you know how soft a cat's paw is? Yeah. Do you ever masturbate with your cat? <laughs> Not like with your, like like next to your cat. Not like using your cat, but like with, with your cat is masturbating on his own. You're just, ne he's just so fuzzy. Original fluffer love my cat. I I know that my my cat loves me because I was getting uh, finger banged and my cat didn't just uh, sniff his fingers, he licked them. Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. <laughs> or women really do taste like tuna. Uh, either way, these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. <laughs> it's ahi, not albacore, none of that white shit. It is dark and purple with age. <laughs> it is. <laughs> when, when masturbating this long, <laughs> pink pussy, you will not have, or <laughs> sorry, it's the Yoda thing. He's green and dark and purple with age. It looks like a, like a one-winged butterfly made out of thickly sliced roast beef. It's like, I have one tiny wonky vaginal fin and I feel like it's my Nemo fin. It's like a little fin. It's like where I get all my sexual prowess from. <laughs> I'm a feminist, could you tell? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> uh, I don't like to call myself a feminist. It's kind of a dirty word these days. I'd rather call myself a cunt face. It's more accurate, it's more accurate. But I don't know what else to call myself, you know, because language is political, you know? And I'm a female, or a person, or a woman. I mean, we're all people. 
I know it's not spelled like that, but boys have a peephole and girls have a vagina. So I have to call myself a feminist because it's the only word spelled without the word men in it. <laughs> Spelling joke. You guys don't know how to spell? Wow, I can spell. I'm a witch. Ah! <laughs> Burner. Burner with the books. <laughs> she can read. So feminism is, you might have to get out your phones. Feminism is spelled. There is no men in feminism. <laughs> it's an I. I am a feminist. But words are so political, you know, like. I'm doing it right now. I'm menstruating. Menstruate. <laughs> it's the one thing you can literally never do when you put your name on it. And you think it's gross. <laughs> Joked on me, I guess. Uh, when women have sex for the first time, what do they break? They're hymen. Hymen, hi. I can have sex with all of you now. Hymen. The one prefects that we get, the one feminine prefix, herpes. You give us herpes. <laughs> what we get is herpes? Really? And I do, I understand this last one, uh, menopause, because like I'm going through it and men are pausing on me. They're like, whoa, she is older than I thought. What? <laughs> cool. Knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. <laughs> it's like... The precept of feminism or something? I don't know. A lot of women like burned bras and read books in the 70s so I can talk about my butthole on stage. Yeah! My butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into an Arby's. It's got the meats. <laughs> That's a new tag that I've been doing it differently for years and my friend Pancake just gave me that new tag and I think it might be better. This was the way it was before. Uh, it went, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> Meaty. So he gave me the new tag. There's another one I do that's similar, and you guys tell me which, one, which way you like better. We'll, we'll workshop it. Okay, it goes, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, 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 cats. Or how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Hold on, let me knock my dick out of this feminist's mouth and we'll ask her. <laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know. They're, maybe they're both bad. Okay. Uh, this is. <laughs> I'm happy with my new bread joke, though. I like wrote that yesterday, and I've done it three times now, four times now, and I'm like, yes, yes, bread is some Nazi shit. This is. I've been very inspired lately. I just reread the uh, Bill Hicks biography, and I was like, oh. Anyways, it gives like new. <laughs> it's just like, anyway, studying studying sometimes works. <laughs> does it? Does it? I don't know. Anyways, I had one beer tonight and I was wasted. I had one. Well, it's because I didn't drink for like 38 days. I had one beer and I got here and I was wasted. I love it. I'm like this cheap date now. <laughs> it's great. I'm like gonna have one sip of whiskey and be like, well, that's coming. Where are we? <laughs> okay, let's start this up. Uh, I like to sing a song, and um, and we sh I'll br and then I'll pack the bong too if anybody else likes to smoke pot. And oh yes, N U T I N Y comedy clubhouse comedy comedy. Together we will bring our jokes up high, 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 high. <laughs> it's not Corona. It's just weed. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. 
You're already here. You're stuck. You're staying forever. Um, oh, I forgot to do my one last thing. I want to practice my one last thing. It's my new song, and I'm really, really proud of it. Okay. It's my one Corona joke. Um, ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. We're going to a crowded place. A crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. Coronavirus is a scam. Is it a scam? My, 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 Corona. <coughs> my, 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 Corona. Thank you all for being here and braving the world to share your comedy with radio waves. All right, um, let's see. Oh, look, I can do this because it, it has a long cord. Your first comedian, he just bravely hosted an open mic with the deafness and skill of a professional. Clap your hands together for Anthony Zaccaro. Oh, thank you, Pam Benjamin, everybody. Pam, yay. Um, uh, as you can tell by the everything about me, I love hip hop. Um, and uh, I, love, uh, I love rappers uh, because rappers are accidentally hilarious all the time. Um, they're sometimes they're more hilarious on accident than I could be on purpose. Um, Kanye West starts a song with, if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my t-shirt, I'm going to feel like an asshole. Yeah, he starts a, starts a song this way. I think this is the least Kanye thing Kanye has ever said. Because first, he starts it out with an if <laughs> I fuck this model. Um, Kanye is a wed. I fuck this model kind of guy. Uh, but he's married now. He can't speak in definitives like that anymore. He was just writing. He was like, when I fuck this model, Kim looks over her selfie case that lights up. Like, when? If. <laughs> if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleach on my T-shirt. Wait, how does Kanye think bleaching assholes works <laughs> where it's going to get on his T-shirt? What does he think? It's just Clorox at 6 o'clock? Like, like, also, Kanye keeps his T-shirt on during sex. Who knew, Kanye? You're not a fat guy at the pool. Come on, man. When I imagine Kanye having sex, which is nightly, by the way, because of a head injury I suffered as a boy, um, it's just mirrors and cameras everywhere, like the scene in American Psycho. <coughs> uh, red Man has a line. Uh, any Red Man fans in here? Yep, Red Man has a line where he goes, uh, um, oh, wait, how did I, f I fucking forgot it. Okay, yeah, Red Man has a line where he goes, uh, I got a 1.1 on my SATs but I still push a whip with the right and the left AC. Is there anything Redman won't brag about? The, he got a 1.1 <laughs> on his SATs. Do they even give out decimals? I didn't, 1.1, uh, you get 20 points for writing your name, I'm sure. So he just must have just tried, he must have just wrote Redman. Uh, and then they're like, that's kind of his name, uh, but, but not really, that's more of a moniker. Um, also, he follows that up with, but I still push a whip with a right and a left AC. So despite the fact that he got a 1.1 on his SATs, he has air conditioning on both sides of his car, which is standard, I think. Unless, <laughs> unless that's not a that's a weird thing to be bragging about. Like I can't wait for I can't wait for Redman's next album where he goes like I got a steering wheel in this bitch, steering wheel in the whip, gas and a brake pedal in this motherfucker. Uh, I got a trunk and a hood. Um, but yeah. Um, rappers, rappers make me laugh all the time, man. Um, that rappers do this thing where they'll be, uh, they, they have like two different modes. They'll be like violent in some of their bars. Like they'll, they'll talk about shooting people and all that stuff. But then in the very same song, they'll be like, we need to 
put love into these streets <laughs> in the exact same song. Like, uh, the cops are killing our people out here. Two bars later, I'll kill anyone that hates me. <laughs> like, um, all right. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, everyone listening doesn't know that I'm a hip-hop aficionado. By They haven't seen me, so that's... <laughs> that's um, but yeah, um, I'll plug that I'm, uh, I'm rap battling tomorrow uh, at... 6 p.m. Uh, tune into the channel Counterproductive, but now moving on. Uh, my day job, uh, apart from rapping, is I'm a substitute teacher, uh, but not anymore because they closed every school. Um, so I have a substitute job, <laughs> which is it's not, everybody is sick. Uh, so yeah, they don't need substitutes when everybody is sick, just when one just when one teacher is sick. I think that's how that works. Uh, but a substitute teaching is the stepdad of jobs. Um, because I don't give a fuck about these kids at all. <laughs> I'm just there to, I'm just there for the day. I buy them an Xbox and I leave, and they love me. They let, no, no, uh, uh, so sometimes the, it's hard because, like, I know what I did to substitutes as, like, we made substitutes cry or whatever. I haven't, I haven't cried yet. Um, at the school, I waited until I was on the way home. Um, you know how weird a toll booth operator looks at you when you're crying as you hand like the five <laughs> the five dollars over? They're like, "Oh, this is y you're crying. That's why you don't have fast track." Um, but yeah, uh, substitute teaching man, the, these kids they don't give a fuck, man. The I know I, I said this earlier, but the it's haunts me to this day. The, the girl had a seizure in the cafeteria, right? She ended up being okay. And in the next class, the kids, they're, they're so fucked up. They're so such online gaming fiends. They, they kept saying her connection was bad. Her, that she had a bad Wi-Fi connection with God. That she needed to unplug her mic and plug it back in. A girl had a seizure where they all saw it. And I don't know, I've seen a couple of seizures in my life. Uh, I'm a comedian, nothing, nothing to joke about like immediately after. I'll wait till later. Uh, but also, like, I'm not, I'm not even that, I've been doing this eight years, I'm not even smart enough to write after I see a seizure be like, oh, Wi-Fi connection. Like, these kids are brilliant, it's such, and also, she had a seizure in front of all of them, and then their only reaction was, oh yeah, she was fucking lagging. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like my, like, the generation before me had serial killers, we have mass shooters, I don't know what the fuck is next. Uh, with this next generation, like th they're just gonna be waiting around for them to all respawn. Um, it's ridiculous. Uh, video games are getting very realistic, uh, too realistic for me. They have like all the players' tattoos down to a T, down to the down the the, the hair is perfect, all that kind of stuff. But I can't hit my wife in 2K career mode. Like what? How realistic is this game? Like I want to be able to get away with it too. Like I want to. <laughs> Like, why, why can't I kneel in Madden, right? I want to be able to kneel in that because the game ejects, right? It doesn't work. Um, I want, in FIFA, why can't I kill a ref? <laughs> I want to murder a referee, second half, play with his head. It's a video game. It's a video game. Assassin's Creed Odyssey is set in ancient Greece. Why can't I fuck a little boy? <laughs> Oh man, I couldn't. I couldn't get through that. My bad. <laughs> they did that back then. All your favorite philosophers fucked thirteen-year-old boys. That's that's real. Uh, that was th that was how they th how they thought. <laughs> that was an internship back then. You think being an, you think being an unpaid intern is bad? That was that was rough. Um, 
Plato had that one book where he's like the, the most perfect society, right? This is the most perfect society is from age eight years old on. We're in such good shape that we're naked all the time. You fucking pedophile, Plato. That's why you want kids to play with you. Your name is Plato. Uh, yeah, that's. I just came up with that right now, but it's still bad. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, oh, yeah, something weird happened. Substitute teaching, too. So this just happened. Uh, this, I was leaving the school. So I, I get mistaken for a lot of people, like a lot of celebrities, like Paul Giamatti, Shia LaBeouf, preparing for a war veteran role. Like, uh, so, yeah, so many different. Also, people think I'm someone that they know. I guess I just have a face that looks like, oh, I used to know him, and now something has happened. You know, like, so time has passed when you look at my face. Um, but a lot of people, I, I've had people think I'm someone else that they know. And so this uh, girl, as I'm walking away from the school, she's like, oh, hey, uh, Mr. Harry, Mr. Harry, which I thought she was making fun of me at first. But she was, <laughs> no, was Mr. Harry. And I turned around and she's like, oh, my bad. And I was like, wait, she mistook me for another teacher. But I've been at this school for like four days now. I haven't seen anyone that looks like me at this school. All the teachers hang out in the lounge. Did they get a substitute that looks exactly <laughs> like the teacher that is sick? Like, oh, they'll never know. Like that, that, that'll help him out. They'll think everything is just, everything is normal. They're just in class just like, Mr. Harry seems off today. Like he's just... <laughs> Seems like hello. He seems like he doesn't know what's going on. Like he he's talking about a lesson plan. Doesn't he write the lesson plan? Um, I had something really rough happen. So in front of all these, because middle schoolers, middle schoolers are the worst. Middle schoolers are absolutely the worst. Even Plato wouldn't go to a <laughs> no. Uh, even, even he wouldn't touch a middle schooler because they're they're immature enough to be mean, but they're also smart enough to be like form sentences accurately as well. Like high schoolers are too tired to like care. And I, I would much rather uh, substitute teach for high school. But these kids, uh, these kids, they, they don't give a fuck, as I said earlier. Um, but yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's about it. Uh, thank you to Pam. Thank you to everyone. Um, and uh, unfortunately, I have to go because I have a cat that is, uh, that is sick, uh, which sounds made up. <laughs> um, but he ate my homework. <laughs> Bye, everybody. That's actually the one excuse that I would take, Anthony Zuccaro, that your cat is sick. That is absolutely 100% fine in my book. Yes, take care of the, the kitty. Kitties are very important. Um, you touched on pedophilia. <laughs> um, I just want to let you guys know that if you... I, I nanny a lot, and uh, if you have sex on top of a baby... That's not pedophilia. Because, like, you're getting banged from behind and you're making eye contact with the baby, which is good, and babies like eye contact. And, like, at that age, they can only see, like, 15 inches in front of their face anyway, so, you know. And just because the baby's first words are, uh, uh, doesn't make me a bad nanny. <laughs> Makes me a bad nanny. Okay, <laughs> that's my pedophilia joke. I just wanted to do it. Um, clap again for Anthony Zaccaro. Thanks again for hosting the open mic. You're awesome. Eat, take bread, take bread pot food with you. You have to take a slice. I don't have, I might have bags somewhere. I don't know. But it's up here. Everybody, please eat pot food. I made it. It's good. It's and it'll get. I'm very high right now. Who's next on the list? It's David. It's you. All that he's with us from Boston for such a short time, and it's so wonderful that you're here. And. Uh, I'm, I'm sad when you leave, but uh, you're very funny, and he's going to be funny for you right now. Everybody, David Lattimore, yay! All right, 
I feel like we nailed that shoulder bump. That was nice. That was like my first good one so far. Like I planned it out. I haven't planned one yet. It's nice when you plan it, honestly. Like if it's if it's purposeful. I don't know. You know, like I feel like normally they just even if like you think it's gonna go well, it like slips a little to the left or right. Like you really need good aim with one of those. I don't know. And uh Anthony was talking about uh, all the rappers he likes. I like uh, this guy, uh, Lil Pump. You guys know Lil Pump? Yeah? <laughs> Boo? Oh, you have against Lil Pump, man. He's a, he's a beautiful young man. He's got pink dreadlocks, uh, gold teeth, uh, a poor vocabulary. He's really, he's got it all, honestly. And uh, I read an article about him recently. Turns out Lil Pump has been gaining a little bit of weight. Yeah, you know, Lil Pump getting a little plump. What can I say, right? Turns out he's been developing a gut due to excessive consumption of codeine cough syrup. I read that, and I was like, whoa. This guy must have come out with something serious. Am I right? <laughs> it's like, come on, doctors. Let's get, let's get this man some real medication. You know, is that the state of healthcare in this country? A young man comes down with a whooping cough. We're just shoving cough syrup down his throat so he's a fatty like the rest of us. I don't know. Maybe that's a, a cynical viewpoint, right? It's not true. We all know Lil Pump is uh, a drug addict, right? I think I think all people have like the same addictive tendencies, but it plays out kind of differently, kind of depending on your background. You know how much money you have. Like, have you ever heard a rich person talk about an expensive gym membership, like it was crack cocaine? You're like, dude, you spend three hundred bucks a month to do Bikram yoga? And they're like, yeah, but I feel so alive. You're like, well, couldn't you just come down a bit? You know, do some normal yoga like the rest of us, save a few bucks. They're like, dude, once you do Bikram, normal don't feel the same. Don't feel the same. Cool. Uh, I know you guys don't want me to talk about coronavirus, so uh, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, uh, I went to Chipotle the other day, and uh, this is the same day they brought the military in to unload those cruise ships. You know they did that? They brought in the big guns to, to unload the, uh, the corona passengers. I'm sitting in Chipotle, like 12 military dudes come in. They're all, like, sitting at a long table chowing down together i was like are these guys having like a last supper before they go unload the coronavirus cruise <laughs> just in case like something goes awry like, i like to think maybe there was like one like super bitch ass soldier who's like sergeant if we go out on that ship we're gonna bleed out of our eyes and he's like cadet calm down but first burrito bowls man I uh, this is actually true. One of my uh, one of my roommates, he recently told me he might have dormant tuberculosis. I was like, now of all times, man, now <laughs> like he's some kind of sickness hipster or something. I don't know. The worst part about the whole thing is that when we were when he told me we were in kind of like a loud, crowded bar, so he's standing right next to me, kind of yelling at my face. Yeah, have you ever had someone literally breathe the words "I might have tuberculosis" onto you? That's where we're at, man. That's cool. Uh, I used to work uh, a lot of shitty jobs, honestly. Uh, one of my last jobs, I, uh, I was a bicycle delivery boy for Uber Eats. And, uh, yeah, represent, man. You might not know this about Uber Eats. They are the exclusive delivery service for McDonald's. You know, it means, like, <laughs> it is gross. It's, it's frankly, it's disgusting. <laughs> it, uh, you know, it means about half their customers are really just there for, like, the convenient delivery. And uh, the other half have lost all sense of self-discipline. Yeah, like I just feel like if you don't have enough energy to walk into McDonald's yourself and order, you've already had enough McDonald's. Yeah, you've had your fair share. 
You know, like if you need a Big Mac meal deal delivered to your door, it should be delivered by a therapist. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, man, I worked a lot of shitty jobs. I worked I worked one job. I was in a construction trailer working with this guy who was a huge vape god. Yeah, you know, any any vapors in the room? Any vapors? You're uh, you're unsure? You're like maybe. <laughs> all right, all right. No, this guy, this was like cuz everyone has like the small vapes now, right? Like this was back when like everyone had like those straight up terminator cocks. You know what I'm like the big ones. You know what I'm saying? And this guy like he was vaping it up like he was like he was just hot boxing our whole office, basically. And, I, and eventually I asked him about it. I was like, why are you vaping at such an aggressive level? And uh, it turns out he, he smoked cigarettes for like 20 years. And then he was like 35 years old and he found a brand new way to impress 13 year olds. And he <laughs> he was killing it, man. And he told me he was like, nah, vaping. It's like it's totally different than cigarettes for me, man, because like I'm like passionate about vaping like he had a vaping instagram account you guys ever seen it, it was this account it was dedicated to videos of him vaping and he was doing all like the tricks right like he was uh he was blowing the smoke rings doing the french inhale disappointing his parents it was full circle you know i told him i was like hey man like i uh, watched your videos pretty impressive but uh do you think that you could rip your vape while simultaneously Deleting my number. That's it. Just one big rip. Never call me again, man. I uh, I did something fun last fall. I went to one of the biggest crew races in the country. You guys know crew, right? It's like uh, boat rowing, but with douchebags. You yeah. know, you know, right? And I'm watching this crew race. There was like thousands of people at this crew race. And one of these rowers, this guy, he had to pee so badly that he stood up on his boat during the race and he peed off the side. Now, to this day, I look back, and I cannot believe that he did not get stage fright. I mean, the people, the, the shores were lined with people. If there's one big guy in the urinal next to me, I'm out of commission. You know what I'm saying? And this guy, he just banged one out like it was no tomorrow. And, you know, he was especially brave because if he did get stage fright, he would have 100% been a sex offender. <laughs> like, just, just picture that for a second. You know, he, he stands up. He whips it out. The pipes aren't flowing. He just has to tuck it back away. He would have decreased the property values in his neighborhood. He would have been went off the rowing team and registered on a list. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I I'm, I might not be one for uh, a public pee, but definitely one for a public number two. I've done it. You know, sometimes you got to do it, right? My uh, my favorite place for a poop locally, TJ Maxx. Everyone loves a poop at TJ Maxx, right? It's the best. And if you don't love it, it's because you're, you're not doing it right. You know, because TJ Maxx just has so much to offer. You know, like if you're going to take a poop at TJ Maxx, you don't go and go straight to the bathroom. You know, me, first thing I do, I go over to home and bathroom, get myself a nice robe. You know, you got to get comfortable. TJ Maxx, you don't have to poop in your street clothes, you know. And this is important. You never have to smell your own shit in a TJ Maxx. Why? They have a Yankee candle section. You bring a lighter, man. That's your world. That's it. You know, sometimes I really ball out. I'll even go down to the checkout line, get myself some snacks and candies. I mean, that is a luxury poop on the go, right? Maybe not. Maybe that was a little gross at the end. <laughs> but I know, and I know what else you're thinking. You're like, this guy, was he think he's stealing from the TJ Maxx? But uh, rest assured, I'm not. I put all the supplies back after I used them. Hell yeah. I think that's all for me. Thanks, guys.
I'll shake your hand. I'm not afraid. Yeah. Uh, you talked about pooping in public. I did. I thought you were going to talk about actually like taking a shit on the street. I actually no. I there was one time in high school. I I used to run cross country. And we were on this long run. It was like a six-mile run. And in the middle of it, we were like a mile and a half in, and I was like, I got to take a shit. And so I went in someone's front yard. <laughs> like, I just, like, <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, tried, I tried to pick one where I, like, went in between some bushes, and I went, and I used some leaves and threw or my underwear and threw my underwear away. And I finished that run. I caught up to everybody. So <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> Pooping in public. Actually, it's not, I've actually, I pooped in public a different time, too. But that was, I'll tell you in between the next comic. Very high. I ate a piece of my pot bread, which I think everyone should take a piece of pot bread because um, it works. <laughs> Your next comedian is super funny, and I'm so glad that you're here all the way from down in the South Bay or wherever you're from. And uh, he's really funny, and I'm not going to – I always mention your tattoos because they're there, but then also – just for the radio listening audience, he's, like, covered in these really cool tattoos. Um, but he's also super funny. Put your hands together for Teddy Hall. Yay! <laughs> for Pam doing her best doing some really high quality pedophilia material and shitting in public in between the comics just so you feel comfortable before you come on stage <laughs> this open mic before this was super fun super fun now I feel like we're telling jokes again to the same people and I'm just like okay it's a little bit of diminishing here you know it's just like it's it started out like, oh, this is cool. We're doing some comedy during a fucking giant virus. Now it's like, am I in hell? Am I in hell? Do I have to do another set after this? Because I'm, I'm starting to really fucking hate you guys. You know what I mean? I'm starting really to just trying to be excited, trying to be supportive. But I think we all need, I think we all need to shut the fuck up, you know? <laughs> How fucking safe is this place from the coronavirus? We are so spread out, all right, in here that Jesus Christ, it's not going to carry between... Nine feet. Let me get my dick out, see how far it is. God, that went bad. Um, you know what we should do, though? We should, we should take all this anger that we feel because we have to sit you know, through each other's sets and just put it on the public, all right? Th no, trust me. I'm having a fun time. Like, when I feel hatred, I feel alive, and I feel so alive right now, and I like it. You know what I mean? My blood, like, I, I like this shit. I'm having the fucking time of my life. Um, but we should fuck with the public a little bit, you know? Like, why don't we go to, like, a supermarket or, you know, a place that's just insanely crowded and just and just when people are in the bathrooms washing their hands, just yell coward at them. You, you fucking pussy, bitch. What, are you counting Mississippi's 20 Mississippi? You're a fucking coward. I hope your grandfather dies. That's what I want. I want your grandfather to die. He can't breathe. I don't give a shit. I don't, he's part of the 2%, motherfucker. He's done. It's just too much, you know? It's just too much. Don't come out if you don't want to come out. You know, stop sending me. For the, for the health and safety of the public, I'm going to be a good... But you're not a good person, all right? Piece of shit just like me. Um, I had a guy who uh, has, has for sure murdered people. Has for sure... He's, I think he said like 12, all right? He's killed... He's Mexican mafia, all right? And, uh, and he was tripping out, uh, you know, because he's like, dude, you look like a badass. And I'm like, that's 100% true. But I'm also an insecure fuck, all right? I was talking about this before, you know, but he was tripping out about my cuticle, how my cuticles are tattooed, right? And uh, 
And I was a little nervous, so I was like, I got to relate to this guy. You know, I was like, oh, cool, man, you're Mexican mafia, cool. Well, I also have a Hispanic upbringing. I grew up in uh, Los Gatos, all right? So there's that. Uh, and here's the other thing that I found, two things I found out from that conversation. One, if you say the word cuticle, you are no longer scary, all right? I was just like, you're in a gang, dude? Say cuticle again. I might try to fight you. I don't know. I just cuticle? That is the most bitch-ass word. <laughs> um, and then here's the other thing. I realized that that something inside me just it made me super happy that this guy liked me. All right. Or thought I looked cool. And I was just like, you know what? In today's society, I would rather get praise from someone who has killed people than the majority of people who are out there right now that are just gossiping and bitching and have their Facebook commercial, you know, out there. It's just like, it, I'm just, I'm going to start po like tagging this guy and post. And when someone's just like, you know, uh, people shouldn't be uh, gathering in a room more, more than 30 people right now. And I'm just like, yeah, you know, show it. All right. You go to that room, you start killing some people. Okay. Cause this motherfucker over here, he wasn't bitching. All right. He wasn't complaining. He was taking action, you know? Anyway, um, I was talking about my car earlier. I love my car. I fucking love my car. I highly suggest you guys fall in, some, fall in love with something that isn't alive, all right? It is, you get all the benefits of having love. I don't judge anybody that fucks inanimate objects. I'm like, good, you found something, you know? Good for you. Fuck, fuck that couch, all right? Good, you know? Fuck a dead thing. That's just a piece of material, you know? Like, if you fuck dead things, dude, you're, you're invited over to my house in Los Gatos for dinner, all right? I have no problem with I'll fuck it with you, dude. That's what I'm trying to say, all right? <laughs> then there's two living things in the room. It's not that weird. Anyway, because um, I love that car. It's so much easier than, than uh, you know, when you're in love with somebody, it's a, it's a bitch, you know? There is some fucking, you got some issues, you know what I mean? You got to always, look, we need to have a talk, and then you talk for an hour, and you're like, cool, I feel worse. And it's just like, if you love something that's not, you never have to have a talk, all right? You get all the fucking... Like amazing thing. Like I love that car. All right. It, and and it's just it's just made like I people fucking uh, comedians in the South Bay started making fun of me. They're like, oh, my God. Well, like, well, how are you going to get to show? you get 13 miles to get how the fuck are you going to get this? I love going to the gas station, motherfucker. OK, I get premium gasoline. This is what I do. I put the premium gasoline into my mouth. OK, and I baby bird it into that fucking car. All right. Because I love it. OK. And I drive it by every fucking high school just to know what's up. I don't get out, dude. I don't get out. I don't know. I get off on that feeling. <laughs> You're born in 2001. I'd love to talk to you. All right, girl, guy. I don't give a shit. Okay. What's that? 91. <laughs> um, yeah, here's the other thing. It just does random shit, too. It just uh, it backfires. Have you ever, it, it, it's the coolest thing. It just it sounds like a gunshot. Here's what I think happens. I think it becomes self-aware, and then it looks around to see a world full of Priuses, and then it just kills itself. And I just, I want to live up to that. You know what I mean? That's how I want to fucking. <laughs> just such, you just see a room full of bitches. You just take yourself out. You know, this, this isn't the world for me. I'm done. People are uh, complaining about the environment. Yes, obviously. Yeah, we should probably do something about the environment. Okay, but it's hippie motherfucker. You need you need to shut up. All right, it doesn't have anything to do with. It's the corporations that are fucking this shit up, you know. And then the corporations try to put it back on you. 
and make sure like you're guilty like hey you drank a coca-cola recycle it all right and then you get a good feeling for yourself you know it's like hey you fucking probably polluted a lake all right this has nothing to do with me or recycling and i know recycling doesn't have anything to do i throw all my trash in the recycling bin it's a bigger fucking thing it's just easier all right and they never called me up and they're just like hey man there's some fucking empty fucking fast food containers in here you know what this is we can't you know we can't reuse this you know what i mean i've never seen like a bottle with a hole in it because like some it doesn't fucking it's just all about feeling it's just shut the fuck up first of all and also i think mother nature she wants to get choked a little bit by her fumes all right she wants to get roughed up a little bit you know what i mean slapped around a little bit okay she doesn't want it to be all like lily white you know she wants to get fucking, here's what i do every time i go camping and there's no bathing around i go outside and when i pee on the ground i say you Take that bitch. All right. You take that right in the faith, Mother Nature. We probably shouldn't be broadcasting this. I don't. I should have fucking put down a fake name. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Am I going to not get booked more? Um, okay. Is my job. My job knows I'm a fucking weirdo. Um, I also got, I've gotten a shit ton of tickets. I've gotten, a, I just get a shit ton of uh, speeding tickets in that thing. I just, I mean, I got, I got pulled over for racing. I got pulled over for racing. Okay. Um, right after I started that dating that 18 year old. Okay. I'm, I'm not dating her anymore. People get all weird. She turned 19. I was like, get the fuck away from me. Um, <laughs> Old bitch. Oh, what am I going to drive you to bingo? I have nothing to do with you. Oh, your parents want to meet me now. No, get the fun. No, this is the, the fun. You're out of high school. Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, we're not friends anymore. Okay, <laughs> give me back the stuffed animal that I gave to you. <laughs> so I get pulled over for racing. I'm driving to my parents' place in Los Gatos, a very quiet town, and um, and I'm trying to do my part in the world, okay? I do think I'm a piece of shit, okay? And I do think I know I'm a piece of shit, but I try to do good stuff every now and then. And the good thing that I tried to do is this lady in like a Ford Focus pulled up next to me, and she had this look on her face, all right? And the look said a lot. The look was just like, the world isn't giving me what I want. And I was just like, I know how to fix this, okay? I know how to fix this, okay? You're entitled, you're in Los Gatos, I'm going to fuck with you, all right, until you just snap and you realize that, hey, the world doesn't owe me anything, okay? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm in a Ford Focus. I'm going to go get fucked by someone rich, okay? Life's not that bad. So what I did, we were turning, and I knew she wanted to get to her place fast, and she's, she kind of had the right of way, but I've, I just sped up. My car gets violent, all right? It gets loud, okay? And it, could, it was hurting her head, you know? And so the, the look got even nastier. It was like a dog with a chew toy. It just made me more happy. I was like, I think it's working, all right? And then I started to speed up, and then she tried to speed up, and it's not, you're not going to win, bitch. You're not going to win. Try. Try. Fight harder. Yes, life will all of a sudden give you what you want. No, it won't, you stupid cunt. And then I sped up, and she's trying to race me, okay? I get up to 80 miles per hour in like a 35, okay, easily. And she's really trying hard, so she gets up to like 50. Oh, that's cute. That's cute, yeah. And then I look in my rearview mirror, and I, I, I'm smiling, all right? And I think, you know what, the person I helped that day was just myself. Uh, but... Um, She's way in the back, and then I see another car behind her, and uh, and I'm like, okay, this is bad, all right? Because either 
a third person was just like, oh, shit, you guys racing? Let me join in, you know? Like, fuck, I didn't know we were racing tonight. Like, this is fun. You, you guys should have texted me. You guys should have fucking Instagrammed me. They were, we're racing. And I was like, that that for sure is a cop. Pulls me over, all right? Pulls me over. And uh, my dad, who kind of has dementia, he pulls me over in front of my fucking parents' house. Okay, I get to my parents' house, and this guy, he's fucking got riot gear on. The lights are going. Pulls me over, and fucking my dad comes out, and he's sort of got there. He's like, what the fuck? What's going on here? And then he gets out of The cop gets out of his car and runs up to my car, and he's just like, what the, what the hell were you doing out there? Were you racing? And I was like, sir, that was barely a race, all right? I obviously run one, you know? And then he's just like, he's like, how old are you? And I'm like, 33. And he's like, act your age. And I was just like, you know what? That's coming up a lot recently, okay? You should meet my girlfriend. All right, thank you guys. Teddy Hall, shaking hands, taking names. <laughs> That's funny that you raced. Uh, yeah, but it's cold. But yeah, the door can be open, absolutely. Uh, your next comedian, he stuck around for the last show. Yay, he's not afraid. Hooray. Uh, put your hands together for Alex Chavez. Yay! What an evening to follow through. I've gone from fucking pedophilia, which is then the most the f most fucked up joke is you're going to make this fucking baby face motherfucker go up after the fucking pedophilia jokes. That's the cruelest joke of them all. You know what I mean? We'll talk about a setup. Uh, and then what else were we talking about? Thank you, Little Wing, for uh, introducing me. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and then we got all kinds of shit coming out of fucking Teddy's mouth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right, truth, truth and advertising. You know what I'm saying, dog? I hear you, though. You know, <laughs> you know, broken people. If I can bask in the fire of suffering is where I find myself. I get it, dude. I think one of the differences is that, like, like uh, I, I am a feminist. I don't think it's a bad word because I believe in radical equality regardless of age, just gender, orientation, whatever, which makes it really hard because I have a real, uh, it's called a fraternity, not a frat kind of face, you know what I mean, and voice and body and experience. So I guess it makes it hard for people to know that I'm an undercover agent uh, raised by wolves, wolvesses. No, more feminists to say wolves. Uh, Any whoms. Uh, it is weird, though. Speaking of uh, uh, feminism and all kinds of crazy shit that we're talking about, as long as we're talking about crazy shit, uh, sexual proclivity is a real awesome thing. You know there's an internet website where uh, young women uh, eat different kinds of breakfast cereal out of each other's buttholes, upside down and backwards. And you know what? And it's like, and they have a whole, it's a whole channel just for cereal butthole eating. And I watch those, I've seen a couple of those videos and I was just like, man, those are some powerful women. That's it, they just look so powerful and empowered with the, like, you know what I mean? Cause it's their choice. You know what I mean? They're making money off of it, it's their bodies. Hallelujah, God bless them. Which is weird because then I feel like, it's like, okay, okay so I'm on board. I'm on board with all of the feminism but then also like and i'm not and i don't want i don't want to slut shame anyone 
I don't want to. I want if you want to if you want to have a job, you should be allowed to feel safe and to have that job as long as it's not hurting anybody. But like, uh, but prostitution, I feel like historically is like the most brutal symptom of the patriarchy having been in place. You know what I mean? Like, what not, how, to volunteer for sexual slavery for my, for your own gain, but still not your gain. It just seems like a hard uh, hard road to sow. I'm not sure where the joke is in there. I hope it's not me. Oh, man, big brain. Okay. Anyways, uh, Yelp's a bullshit fucking app. I don't know if anyone here works for Yelp, uh, but uh, uh, anyone? Do you? Do you? All right. Yelp's, Yelp's a bullshit app for a lot of reasons. The main reason being that there is not a single McDonald's in the fucking country with a Yelp review with more than five stars. All Every single McDonald's has a Yelp of three stars or less, which is crap because how has there ever been a McDonald's not absolutely 100% being McDonald's deserving the five stars? Like, is the cold kind of, is the food kind of cold and hot? You know what I mean? Is it like chewy? Like when you approach to the counter, was the person just as disappointed in themselves for being there as you were for being there? Five stars every time. <sighs> Man. P- person. Fuck. Fucking keep that feminism shit going. Uh, whole, holy moment. Um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys, uh, what you guys did last weekend. Uh, last weekend I was uh, hanging out in, uh, I was actually up here working in San Francisco and uh, one thing led to another and ate some uh, street acid from a hippie named Matthew at three in that morning. And then uh, walked around uh, <laughs> fucking what was forever, actually, and is still happening forever. But then the next day I found out about coronavirus. <laughs> I was like, man, I shouldn't let that fucking guy with a, who looked like Groot put his finger in my mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, man, <laughs> what a terrible... But it's like, eh, what is, is, will be. So whatever, you know. Taking uh, hardcore psychedelics uh, and then going back to work is, uh, it's always fun because you're like, man, what's happening? Don't, please. Everyone here needs to calm the fuck down. That's like, that's like, like, that's been my attitude ever since then. It's like, I... You really need, it's really not that serious. Like, we don't, we're just infinite beings of light. So, I don't know why you manifested to be fucking standing here like that. I don't know. I have a problem with that, too, because there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't manifest um, if I am creating my own world. Maybe we're not. Maybe we're just stuck in Teddy's hell. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Wouldn't doubt it. Um... Uh, when I was in high school, I was a lot younger, and uh, it was uh, during that time I experienced a lot of firsts. There's like, you know, uh, the first uh, OTPHJ. I don't know if you guys know what OTPHJ is, over the pants hand job. Uh, <laughs> that goes both ways. You can use that. Uh, that was the first. Well, was one of the first. Uh, first time getting arrested was in high school. Uh, first time for a lot of oh, tons of first stuff. It's a blossoming. But uh, one of the first things I saw was a. Uh, 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 National Coming Out Day. It was like one of the first times I'd ever seen that. I had, n- had no idea there was a need because I was just I was learning shit, right? And like, and I'm told, and I support it. Like, I support it then, I support it now. 
Like I've said, you should be able to be safe being who you are, expressing who you are, as long as it's not hurting anybody else, right? But I feel like the whole idea of coming out has been co-opted by people who, like, don't deserve recognition for what they come out for. Like, uh, okay, low-hanging fruit. I'm, I'm gluten-free. Like, shut the fuck, who can't, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. You know when the last time I had a fucking egg salad sandwich was? No. No, because it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Did, I didn't ask. You didn't ask. I didn't ask. Just so shut the fuck up. You know? But the other day, someone, uh, they pulled me aside, and they're like, Alex, um, I love you. I care about you. And uh, I've been doing a lot of soul searching. And there's this, you know, there's some things that I've found out about myself that uh, change the way I look about myself. And I hope they don't change the way you look at me. I'm like, you know, yeah, totally. Yeah, what is it? Like, well... <sighs> I just, I really want you to know that um, I am into hardcore uh, degradation and humiliation sexually. I like to be, I'm a hardcore, I'm a piss bottom. I like to be treated like a human toilet. And uh, it's just something that like really, it's some, it's not like everything about me, but it is something that I want to make sure that you know is part of my identity. And I was like, grandma, come the fuck on. Like leave some mystery. You know what I mean? They can't just like, Give it all away for free, Nana. Um, what else? What else? What else? Uh, wait, did I might? Is this? Can I? Just, oh, whatever. I'm not. Can I swear? Thank goodness. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> it's been <a laughs> awkward silence. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, crazy fetishes, there's there's people. You know, all of us have deep, dark, hidden secrets, and I'd like. All of, all of us here, all of the listeners at home, to imagine their most sordid, perverted, gnarliest sexual fantasy, even that your Google search bar doesn't know about. And, like, maybe, you know, put yourself in the shoes of a animal fetishist. You know, an animal fetishist who, like, you know, th their kink is rodentia. You know what I mean? And, like, they just like to suck the little buttholes off the little marmots or whatever, you know? And they're not, like, they're not, like, mean about it. You know, they have, like, the, I don't know what you call them, the hamster maze labyrinth explosion McDonald's set, set up all around their apartment. Because, I mean, like, they're, they're not, in, they're, in, they're an animal. They're not in it. They're not a monster. They want their, li they want their, want their little critter friends to have a good life. But at the end of the day, the way they get their rocks off is by... Tongue fucking fucking gerbils, you know what I mean? But that's not, that's neither here nor there. But just imagine that you're this person, and like this, like <laughs> what? And like just imagine that your gnarliest, deepest, darkest sexual fantasy is, let's say this. And there you are, and then you hear on the news, scientists have discovered where the coronavirus has come from, and you're like, what? It turns out that the coronavirus it was started from like, oh my god, please don't say licking buttholes. Please don't say licking rodent buttholes. Please don't say licking rodent buttholes. A man who will. Oh my god, 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 I'm a man, I'm gonna go. Please, please, please. Who is like, oh my god, don't say go for buttholes. Don't say gerbil buttholes. Ate a bat. And you're like, fuck. Oh, man. Did I dodge a bullet? You know, because of all the things that it could have been. Bats and eating bats and rim and gophers is pretty hand in hand. I'm gonna have to take a look at that behavior. I'm probably gonna have to rewrite that joke. Anyways, thank you all very much.
Alex Chavez, yay! Sam, are you too fucked up to do a set or do you want to do a set? Okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, everybody, hey, thanks for sticking around. Clap your hands together for Sam Carroll, yay! Thank you guys, thank you guys for being here. Normally, normally this is a, well, right about when I would do a whippet. But I seem to have run out of, of whippets. So I won't do a whippet. Great. You guys know it's fun? Seriously, I, I need some stimulation. I'm, I'm so bored I might try racism. Oh, no, no. Whoa, scared you. No. Oh. All right. You guys know what gerontophilia is? Gerontophilia? You have gerontophilia if you want to fuck the elderly. Yeah. I came across a list of sexual fetishes the other day, and they intrigued me. You have gerontophilia if you want to fuck the elderly, unless you're an elderly and you want to fuck another elderly, in which case you just have dick pills. You know what infantophilia is? I shouldn't have to explain that one. Infant. Infant. I, I'll spell it out. I-N-F-A-N-T. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's also the best form of pedophilia. Because babies don't have memories. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> I dated a girl who had a choking fetish and a peanut allergy. She wanted me to auto-erotic anaphylaxis her. I said, bitch, that's ridiculous. Auto-erotic implies that you do it yourself. But I'll erotically give you a Hitler mustache of Skippy and let you fuck me doggy style because of, of the peanut butter. On the upper lip. Y'all don't do that with your dogs? Y'all don't get your... You don't... Alright. That's okay. Oh, someone call PETA. This man's a monster. I've been told... Uh, no, I, you know what? I won't even do that joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thanks for letting me go up, Pam, in my emaciated state. Okay, thanks, thanks, guys. We did a show. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. We're all alive still. Don't go get corona. Uh, yay!
All right. If you guys want to come in and uh, podcast, you're welcome to it. Come. You got to get out. You got to go all the way back to San Jose. Do you know? Oh, I love that you live in Los Gatos. I love cats so much. Hey, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. Teddy Hall and Alex Chavez. I said that right. Garcia Chavez. I, I just all Hispanic names. I just they all jumble together for me because I'm it's like my it's like my racist problem. I'm yeah, I just I'm like I'm a terrible I'm the accidental racist. Yeah, I'll see you soon, too. Thanks for being here. Do you, did you bring Alex with you? No. Oh, he's just a guy. You just both happen to be tattooed. It's just yeah, that was the only. Oh, OK. Yeah, I didn't know if there were. Yeah, I, that was sweet. Everyone had great sets. I'm so happy that everybody did. Um, oh, good. Yeah, take a piece of bread too. take the pop bread. There's like 25 milligrams in there. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, either either one, either grab, grab a grab a microphone. There should be there's two of them there. And either one of those are good. Maybe the one with the baffle. Um, okay. All right. Hey. Hey, hello. So where are you from? You're new. I'm super new. Yeah. You're just new to Mutiny Radio. I haven't met you before. Yeah. I haven't met you either. Yeah. Cool. Welcome. Thank you. Um, but you've been doing comedy for a while, obviously. No. Really? Yeah, really You have no. so much comfort on stage. Uh, blind comfort. Blind confidence? Blind co- Hey, it's great. Keep it. Keep it. Keep that. I mean, I assume that you've been doing this for a while. You just did like two 10-minute sets of different material. Thank you. So I that's did. that's like the first time you did the gopher butthole joke, though, it worked better. Obviously, you know that. Yeah, I should have opened with it. Yeah, I don't know. It's I don't know. Corona. It's. I, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. Everyone's talking about it. It's crazy. I, yeah. I'm wondering, like, if this is going to be that crazy. Bye. Be safe. Later, If, if we're all going to, I mean... It's. I, I don't know. Am I scared? I'm was not. It, was is it real? It, is it not? Is I don't it, know. Is it worse than the swine flu or the bird flu or the Zinka or the H1 and or the whichever virus? Beetlemania. I. I What's up? I'm Alex. Tadden. What's up, Alex? Oof! You're so loud. Okay, there we are. Woo! Hey, stop it. <laughs> hey. Hey. But yeah, no. I started the first time I went up was just before Halloween. Oh wow! Wow! Yeah. So you're super oh, you new. Reminded me. Super new. You've been drinking oh, rosé hey, all cheers. day. Mike. Rosé all day, huh? Hella rosé all day. Shout out Wilson down the street, owner of Coffee House. He got his permit you today. You could have brought me a start. You could have brought me a rosé. It's okay. I have whiskey. It's fine. So you wanted rosé and whiskey? No, I didn't you want anything. You already had whiskey, and you still want more rosé? No, I didn't. This is my first. This is my first sip. Pam, if you must drink my rosé, here. No, I don't. I don't. Is this, that was my second sip of whiskey. Anyway, here we are. Anywho. Uh, here we are. Back. We're at Alcoholics Anonymous. <coughs> the AA pod. The we, AA. We podcast. do have a, we do have an AA meeting here. On Accent on the first A. <laughs> AA. No, I wish it was anonymous. recorded. <laughs> oh I wish God. it was recorded, but it's not. It's a shame that it's not recorded. This is not recorded. No, that no, 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 the, the Alcoholics AA Anonymous meeting. meeting isn't recorded. Because there is anonymity in radio, you just Pam, have to you know what you should do. Voice. You should secretly record them. I would never do that. I would never do that. I would never dose right, anybody don't post without it, their but knowledge. Send me the file. Send me the file. I would never dose anyone without their knowledge, and I would never record. For those of you listening, Pam's like winking at me right now, and she's totally <laughs> saying that she's gonna do it later. <laughs> I'm a pretty honest person. I I would never. I tr- I really try not to be underhanded to anybody. Like seven out of ten, right? 
seven out of ten. No, I think that I think is that, that your I'm, number? Is that what? Is that what? No, she's pretty. Like I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm pretty. I'm pretty honest. Like oh, yeah, it's pretty honest. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm nobody's pre- honest nobody's completely honest to a fault because you you can't be it's then it's it doesn't work that way you mm-hmm. have to you have to you can never be nobody wants to hear everything you're thinking all the time you can't be well, completely that's honest not what honesty is that's not what honesty is i agree if you never speak if you never speak in the first place then the, your only opportunities to be honest are when people ask you questions so that then is when you're confronted with honesty in which case you should always be honest or if, if asked a question but like is is abstination avoidance of the of being honest Obviously what do you mean abstination like, not like i abstain from yeah no i abstain from answering i take the fifth and take the no, fifth is that no. is that bu- is that being that's dishonest dishon- that's dishonesty how is, much, it, is someone, it dishonest how's that well, dishonest here's a line here's here's a line if someone wants to gossip or talk about something stupid and you just don't want to participate in the conversation because you already have like a value system that prevents you from doing so then abstaining is fine and that's subjective it, uh, yeah, it is. There's here's a blurred the line. It's not black and white. Here's, here's a question. What is the youngest child you've ever been responsible for? Oh, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. <laughs> no. Oh, Jesus. No, <laughs> and no, no, I no. was shitting my pants because <laughs> I would have gone to jail no, answering no, that what, <laughs> what is the youngest child you've ever been responsible for? Cause that's yeah, I feel like there's really a different way to phrase that. I feel like you could start with no, the, the object of that sentence and then work back. And you're not responsible for him. You could flip off a child and walk down a street. I'm asking, What's what is the youngest child that you've had to care for and been pestered by those questions endlessly? My younger brother, <laughs> who's six years younger than me. How old was that? Well, the, my whole life, he was six years old. Pick an age and minus six. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's Benjamin Buttoning. It's a different <laughs> age each year. But no, we, we have different aging coefficients. We've been aging at different rates. I think if you're getting pestered by a six-year-old, you got to go back to psychological jujitsu. You know what I mean? Like, if you... you Oh no! I used to. I dealt with a lot of small children, and you just don't power struggle with a child. You can't. Right. You, if you engage with them in a power struggle, then they, then you're giving them power. You, you just have to be like, that. This is the way it is. Or no, you just take them and spin them and send them off the other direction. Or just pick them up, and if they're small enough, just shake them violently. Well, yeah. you know, it's not good Until to shake a baby. You can talking. shiver. You can shiver a baby, but don't <laughs> shake them. You shiver them, and you look them in the eyes. You shiver them, and you look at them. You're like, that is not acceptable. <laughs> at what point? Have you not ever what, done that? At what point is the <laughs> oscillation? Is the amplitude between shakes too far? No, it's far? not shaking. At what, if, if it's you're a just like, shiver. At what point? It's a shiver. <laughs> it's a shiver. <laughs> What's no it's possibility shiver. of whiplash. <laughs> yeah. I was. I've been the. There, I have a f- I have a friend who I hang out with. She's 13 now, but I've been with her since she was three weeks old, and I've been her. She's nanny. 13 now. Well, I've been with her since she was three weeks old. She oh. was, in you like, call her a friend. You, oh, you call I call her a friend. Nanny, two friends. Well, when they're o- when they're over eight, like they're my friends, and I hang out with them. I just happen to get paid for it. But she <laughs> is on the spectrum, and when she was a baby, she was. I mean, I had to shiver her a lot because she just was not responsive. But we found out, you know, she's like severely on the spectrum. And so that's manifested in her life. And I don't think it's because I shivered her. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you she would be. You, Pam, just you can't. I don't think you can talk about how you shivered a child. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Here's, every here's where mom. I'm saying it. I've done it. I've done that joke in front of moms. And they're like. They that, and that's me. exactly what it is, folks. It's a joke. It's not. I actually, I mean, who doesn't anyone? shiver a baby? You, sometimes you look at them and you're just like, you gotta stop. And that's the second tactic. <laughs> that. In the middle of the night when they're screaming. <gasps> oh, it's no, crazy. I mean, that's like, the, or like, oh, like, which is more, uh, which is more damaging? Like, just giving a little, <laughs> just pay attention. Or just letting them cry it out. 
Well, and in just my day, just in having an existential pain crisis, we're just like in my day we got hit. Hurts. That was just the way it happened. It right? Was like you got hit, or there was the fear of reality. getting hit, and that's what made you not fucking act out at certain times. And, and sometimes, and sometimes getting hit was like the most valuable lesson. Absolutely. Like, like, oh wait a minute, my face ends right here. Now yeah, <laughs> I'm not allowed to do that shit. Yeah, is what sometimes you need yeah. to. I think kids are too snowflake. They're, it's the same thing. The whole Me Too movement, like, and like. Well, you, Girl, you in the nineties, you, you know what go, we had to go through. You can Jesus. go so deep on that. You can go so deep on that. If you think that consciousness is 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 stems from pain, like some psychologists think that that consciousness comes from pain. So the more that you experience pain in your upbringing, the more you experience consciousness. What? That sounds like Anton Lavey. No, no it's Jungian. <laughs> it's Carl Jung. It's I Carl just wanted Jung. to reach up and grab. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you just said again. <laughs> if consciousness stems from pain and you don't experience physical pain when you're growing up, then you might experience a limited perspective of consciousness in your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, I think the history of all children who have grown up have experienced some sort of physical abuse or assault when they're when they do something wrong. Like that's part of growing up, and that's only recently been curtailed. And look at us now. Uh, like yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna agree with you. I, all these kids, these kids now, their lives are too. They're too soft. Well, I mean, okay, too soft. Listen, it's kind no of hazing. It's kind right. It's gotta be hazed. You kind of gotta be hazed. I was hazed physically. But yeah, I mean, like, well, okay, wait a minute. Is the coronavirus? serious and real for some people yes yeah no. <laughs> some people died and that's not good but does everyone need to not go outside i don't think so and it's kind of the same way with <laughs> violence in the home like if there's no intimidation like that's like animal stuff you know what i mean like do should people be like chaining up their kids like pinatas and beating the shit out of them with like fucking golf clubs if they're One bad hundred. enough yeah <laughs> i mean if they're just not fucking well, listening yeah, but <laughs> you know but like do we aren't we're not not gorillas you know what i mean we're not we're not not chimpanzees that statement's like 97 percent accurate <laughs> <laughs> just like our dna is 97 percent. what i mean like if you walk into <laughs> a <laughs> thank you but if you want but okay wait if you watch human beings operate they do all the same zoo posturing stuff that the monkeys at the oh, zoo do I, in the wild that they I do see it i see it you know what i mean like i yeah. i all right i'm not no, pe uh, the peacocking men. Peacocking, the spreading their shit everywhere. You know what I mean? Talking behind a microphone. What the fuck is that about? Extra loud, getting louder when they <laughs> see like someone who they might be threatening. Yeah, <laughs> standing up straighter. And then, and then you read the people's body language. You know what I mean? Some people like position themselves like. There's, it's pretty mathematical, embarrassing. Like if you once you start learning about like primate behavior, and so then when you like start to think that we're we are the computers and like we are as good as the ai then like we're gonna run this you're gonna have a bad time you know what i mean oh no you think do you think we're as good as ai no i no. think no no i think that <laughs> i think that there are i think there's a lot of people who forget that computers are computers and that humans are humans and they want to blur the line with like well, i'm so much more advanced and it's like ah the gold rush was like 
the other day. So <laughs> before like so before we start well, like well, fucking, I love like that 1849 to like 1896 is some of my favorite favorite uh, old timey shit. I love Laurie right. Wilder. I love all that shit. I love all that homesteading shit. I'm so down with the whole. I mean, I don't like that we stole the land from the Native Americans or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but yeah, I like yeah, but yeah. people being like subsistence farmers. Yeah, but d- and to did go that from, even really happened. Yeah, <laughs> but to go from being subsistence, wow. there was Laura Ingalls Wilder was a real person. Um, but to go from subsistence farming and being like, yeah, the American way is to go out and work for yourself and have a cow and make chickens and blah blah blah. You know, and yeah. this idea. And now it's like we have Uber and it comes delivered to our. Yeah, like what packaging are, and the yeah. everything. It's, and that was only like you said, like a blink ago. That was like nothing ago. That was nothing ago. It was, it was like two hundred years ago. It was like not th- even. That's like three or four grandmas. Yeah, nothing. And that yeah, so we're just a blink. Yeah. Anyways, I'm beat really your kids, guys. I don't know who's listening to this. Beat the shit out of your kids. I'm really <laughs> excited for the apocalypse. I'm really, really excited. It's happening. Yeah, finally. It's actually, so finally happening. So much sooner happening. than I thought. So much sooner than yeah. I thought, too. I didn't think it was going to be in my lifetime. But I'm completely ready for it. All of my skills. I hope we don't get cucked so hard and it doesn't end up being the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not really the apocalypse. Oh we are all just fooled. These, yeah. these news people are just—they're just stroking our cocks right now. Our apocalypse cocks <laughs> just aren't gonna get off. That would suck. Apocalypse, <laughs> apocalypse cocks. Say and, that four we're times fast. Yeah. and we're soft. And we're soft. Apocalypse cocks. Apocalypse cocks. Apocalypse cocks. Apocalypse cocks. Apocalypse cocks. It's fun to say over and over. I had to go to speech class. Oh, did you? Yeah. I used to when I was little. I wanted to be the micro machine guy. Do you remember micro machines? Yeah. I, the guy who spoke really fast, and I used that was like my dream. I was like, I want to be the micro machine guy, and I used to practice speaking really, really fast with good diction. Yeah, that's good. I had to, I had to learn how to enunciate diction. all my words because when I used to, <laughs> I used to, I used to when I was little, I used to talk. But when I when I was little, I used to talk. I used to talk like this. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Why'd like, you stop? <laughs> you know, you, you know that would have killed up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now the thing about <laughs> fishing yourself is, but uh. uh <laughs> But I was like, first of all, wait, rewind. I forgot, wait. But, like, the moment, the moment that I had to have the conversation with my parents being like, so, what's up, Alex? And I'm like, what's up, guys? And they're like, hey, so check this out. You're going to go to speech class. <laughs> You're going to go to speech class. I'm like, why? And like, well, because you talk different. I'm like, what are you talking about? And like, well, you know, sometimes like some of the sounds you make aren't the sounds that you make. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about because i'm like six you know what i mean they're like like i mean here say uh church you know church <laughs> like sure, see sure. i'm like see what <laughs> say it again church church like see <laughs> see i know i obviously there's a problem here because i've been talking normal this whole time and no one said anything and now i have to go to this little special class so did they auditor did they record you and then you heard it and you were like oh no i mean I, it was like um, like when i was in class like they were like say like she uh, made me feel where my mouth wasn't moving. Huh. I was like, she's like, like yeah. And they, uh, I think they did play it back. They must have played it back. That's it was like crazy. third, fourth grade. But having that moment of like, <laughs> like, hey, you know how you think everything's cool? <laughs> Everyone has been judging you. And it's like, Aww. and move on. Oh, no, they, they judged me from the beginning. I mean, well, judgment was part of it from the very beginning. Well, yeah. You, you did but speech therapy, but too? No, I was just, I'm just saying in school, I was in kindergarten, I was mercilessly made fun of by everybody. Yeah, but it's I like wasn't even. What first speech, though? Because my, my cousin had it. No, he I was just say fat. His my cousin couldn't say his R's. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have a reason. And, and we used to really think that he oh, liked short. 
You were short? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> was. <laughs> Be like, why the fuck? We used to think that he really liked rap music, but turns out he's just a racist. <laughs> 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 just hates country music. Um, yeah. I don't like country music either. Why not? There's good. All of it? There's good country out there. That's <laughs> bigoted. I don't know. Yeah, sure, it's bigoted. That's identity is, politics. Is, is bluegrass like country music? It's not. Is it? No. It's fine with bluegrass blue is bluegrass. I, I used to like it at am- free bluegrass Mondays at Amnesia. I used to like that. Amnesia got sold. It's a bummer. That was the first place I did stand up. Really? Yeah, and it's going away. You'll forget about it soon enough. Yeah. It was July seventeenth, two thousand eleven. Rad. It was the first time you did stand up. Mm-hmm. Five punchlines is three minutes. That's what my friend Jason Dove said. Five punchlines. How did it go? Did you? What, what I did happened? great. Yeah, I because I I was a poet before, anyways, and I I had no problems, and I'd been on that stage doing poetry in the past. That was weird. I got scared. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to see it. Um, anyways, no, I loved it. I love stage time. Physical jokes make for shitty podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you listening, that's a good T-shirt. Sam, Sam shot for a, a good Sam shot a sparkly rubber band off yeah. his rosé <laughs> bottle, and it flew. Right past Pam, right past her. <laughs> I, was, I was scared for a minute. I had a good set tonight. I feel c- not about the sec- not at the second show, but I feel like during happy hour I had a good set. It was a good I set. felt good about it. I think everyone had good sets during that show. Yeah, but during all the hours, everyone did great. It was fun. I'm really glad I made it. I'm glad I fucking just jumped and came up. Yeah, where are you from? I work in Redwood City. I grew up in like Mountain View. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Local. So you came. This was so. This was a trek. So I'm glad that you stayed for the whole thing because it was a long. You. You took it was long to get here. I'm yeah, sorry, I yeah, lost yeah. words for a second. What the, what the fuck else am I doing? You know what I mean? Hey, that's yeah. I've taken sort of. I have a new. I have a new like outlook about time spent and everything. And not just because coronavirus and I'm scared of dying, but I've been you know I've been scared of dying for a long time, so it doesn't really matter. You just I'm gotta like, push through. Oh, that. another threat! Great. <laughs> You're fine. scared of dying, fam. Absolutely. You've already died and come back an infinite number of times. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. I th- yeah. <laughs> the answer to that is yeah. yes. Yes. No, I, <laughs> um, I think that it's unfortunate that I was have not been able to. Uh, the mm, it, this. You I, are I, the diamond cutter, Pam. <laughs> no, it's no, it's I'm not where I. I've always thought of myself being farther along than I am, and yeah. now I'm getting so much older, and I'm not where I had pictured I would be <laughs> and it's weird being old uh, and then thinking anyways it's like I didn't you know and I didn't have kids and it's like it's always better if you have kids because people only exist as like you you're well you're alive as long as people remember who you mm, are okay, so that's just Coco I see all that movie too I don't know if that's true no well and I didn't get it from fucking Coco but <laughs> yes <laughs> it is but that you're only but if you remember people then they're still alive because thought is real and so I mean, it goes back to more like Plato and thought is real and stuff like that. Tell us about that. No, no, no. I'm bored, bored about that. But I don't know about don't it, so I didn't get the reference. Oh. Um. Coco's this movie from Disney. About <laughs> 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 I believe if you, <laughs> if you remember people, they're still alive. But I do. I believe that the 
you people still exist so like Laura Ingalls Wilder she's gonna live forever because she wrote these books and they're classics and even though they're, they're like oh she's super racist now and, and all this stuff about Native Americans and they were in blackface in little town on the prairie at the end there's a picture and they're all in black they talk about blackface and Pa was in blackface doing a doing like a for those of you stroke. listening right now Pam <laughs> is in blackface <laughs> but it's so but the thing is that they're they left a people who leave a mark and a legacy that it's remembered. And, and the easiest way to do that is to have kids because then your kids remember you and so you sort of have a forever life as long as they're alive. And so a lot of people are selfish in having kids because they want to be remembered mm-hmm. or they want to pass along something. And so, you know, that's not something that I necessarily have. But then I, I've i tried to leave, you know, and that's just so dumb because most of the art I've done is ephemeral. So it's like trying to leave something when you do an ephemeral art is dumb. Mm-hmm. But then I just reread that Bill Hicks book and I was like, he was so young and he did everything so fast. And like, and now he's dead, and he was 32 when he died, and that's crazy. And I'm like, fuck, man, just <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I know. Well, I I'm mean, old. how many works of Picasso were there? Like hundreds of thousands or some shit, and only like three thousand are famous. Like, right. you sure. have a point zero three percent chance of any one of your artistic works becoming famous yeah right van gogh like, like did all the stuff then died nathan Even tiktoked me famous. nathan tiktoked my song last night and i have to see if <coughs> what what the response is of my new my new corona oh, that song was hilarious yeah thank you and he, oh, yeah. he was like he's like pam this is the opportunity to use tiktok and i'm like i don't want to do it and then he did it and he's like he's like you looked good and then i was like i don't want to watch and he tried to make me watch it and i was like i don't want to watch it i didn't want to watch it. i didn't see it i don't like to see myself in video i know right? i don't like that i do audio damn it or, or like I used to do plays, but that's different because you're like a character. Yeah, and you got a squad behind you. Yeah, it's not, yeah. It's and not. It's, it's not just your. And it's not your words either. It's yeah. someone else's words, which is a lot. Well, sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's not. Yeah, it depends. Whatever. I got wasted last night and I sang song. I was drinking whiskey after dark. Ugh, crazy. Yeah, I'm not supposed to. Well, you know, I'm, I was on the wagon for so long, and now I'm drinking again. And last night was the first night that I was like, I am drinking again. <laughs> Why do they call it on the wagon? Um, because like you're sober enough to stay on the wagon as it's bumping down a country road. Mm-hmm. Like you no, I, re- I thought so. I remember what it's from because it's it's in that book I let lent to Billy, the history of American language, and it's um, in the prohibition thing. It came up that was a phrase that was invented or whatever during wagon. prohibition. Oh, and they were bootlegging shit yeah, on the wagon. By the wagon. Yeah, I don't. I I'll get back but to you. Ken, why would you be? He's off the. Oh, whoa! Maybe it doesn't mean like he's actually separated from the wagon. Like you know when you know when you'd hear something like he's off them perkies. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it was like like, like wagon brand booze, whiskey. The booze is on the wagon. Like he's off that wagon. Like, <laughs> he's off that wagon right that's that wagon. That's that coming through. That's that wagon talk. That's that straight wagon talk. Weren't they driving cars? I don't know. Anywho, not in Hicksville, Ohio, Iowa, Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. You have a Yoda tattoo. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I have a Boba Fett tattoo too. What? Boba Fett? Boba Fett? Where? Little boxer (laughs) Boba Fett. That's great. Yeah, I got a lot of them. That's what people say. I mean, like talking about leaving a legacy or whatever or whatever, whatever. People will be like. You can save your skin after you die. You can save you know your skin that? after you die. Have you seen that? I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. You should do that. We'll see. We'll see how my we'll see how my funds look when I die. You should you should do that and then like have it be the cover of a fire extinguisher, like break in case of fire. <laughs> break da- break <laughs> daddy's skin open. He died too soon. But like, <laughs> I mean, like anybody can 
have a kid, except for people who can't can't have a kid. That's not that funny. You but like, anyway, I don't have kids. I'm not that brave. People are like, oh, like I would just, I could never get a tattoo. I could never commit to anything like that. Or people are like, oh, you get on stage and hold a microphone. I could never do that. It's like I could never start a family with an hourly job at Target. You right. Know what I mean? Like that's point. that's br- that's real yeah, bravery. That's real. That's believing in yourself. I don't believe in myself hardly at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just make fucking rash decisions and just lean into it and then just yeah. build, make a pattern of that. So I mean, I love kids. I just love. I wouldn't. I don't hang out with them unless I get paid for it. Right. Like it makes and it, it, as a feminist, it makes me crazy that it's work it's actual work and when we demonize single moms it's like they work twice as hard what the fuck right. like mom being a mom is an actual job that it, it's labor it, it no, no one gets paid for it unless you're a nanny hey. um but so i i love hanging out with kids and when people pay me 25 dollars an hour i treat their children better than they do and like <laughs> no seriously and whenever and i love nannying around like mother's day because i take every compliment i take every <laughs> single one of them i'm like yes i am a great fucking mom yeah i'm better than anyone's mom i'm being paid 25 dollars an hour to like not be drunk i mean i'm always high but whatever <laughs> but to not be drunk and to like listen to them and like especially i'm one of my autistic buddies my friends with special needs or whatever she can ask me the same question for an hour i don't give a fuck i'll answer like it doesn't oh, so matter, and it makes it I makes everyone else crazier. I'm yeah. like, I'm getting paid twenty five bucks. If you want to ask me the same question for an hour, great. Like, what? I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'll I've, smile. I'm gonna. <laughs> I've done a lot of wasteful, timeful stuff. Yeah. Like, like that's one of my that's that's probably one of my like, what's it called? Um, kinks, wasting time. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. To, I don't like to waste time. I really, like never. Well, today, I, today I fucked off my whole day because I woke up at two. I'm, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go on, I'm gonna go on record. I, I, I woke up at two. You're a big old baby, fam. In, That's all you are. In my, in my life, in my life, <laughs> I've probably spent a cumulative six hours doing on the door stopper. Oh, like, I love that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm you even doing that, I can tell how often you've done that. That's a really good impersonation. I know, right? Damn. Good. I sp- I laying. I, I could. I could. If they scanned my brain, we'd have a perfect 3D model. Because I've done it. I've done all the. I've run all the the simulations. Every like, it goes every axis. It'll like it be super loud and only bounce like twice if you go vertical. But if you pull yeah. it down, it goes. It's like you know what I mean. I've done a lot of spent a lot of time staring at a doorstopper, flicking it back and forth. Well, that's like is you know, though, that's like to meditation. Your bed that you can just mm-hmm. lean off. It's also it? called as being like six in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> or okay. or six pre phone, I guess. You know what I mean? What did I do? Well, I read books. That's the thing. I never. If I was ever, I I mean, I, humble I was brag. A, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. I love to read. I have. I love. I've always. You loved should reading. be sorry. You should keep that to yourself. <laughs> God damn it! I was always. She's I read. I re- I always read books. I just sat there and I read. I always read books. And I'd sneak my dad's books that I wasn't supposed to have. I wasn't supposed to be able to read Stephen King, and I was reading. Stephen King, and then they caught me, and they were like, "Okay, I guess as long as you're reading." But there, you know, there was yeah. swearing in it and stuff, and I was like nine, <laughs> so yeah. <I'll laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. I w- sex and stuff. Ooh. <laughs> Stephen King's a dirty fucker. I used to, s- I used to just stare at with a wood grain until it like would do like start moving, and then yeah, la- I did that with right? my blinds, and they. They went across. They were like little subways, and they went across, and then they go. Right, and then change, and they. And then when I found out, someone told me like, I was like, "What the fuck are magic mushrooms?" Like, oh, the thing is, you look at the wall, and the walls move. I'm like, oh no, 
<laughs> you would experience that before. You would just look at shit and it would start to move. Yeah, like do like magic eye stuff. Anyone remember magic eyes? I do remember those too. They were very popular in the malls. Yeah. And you just stand there and stare. Yeah. Yeah. Get the trick. What? Wait. What are magic eyes? <laughs> it's a painting that looks like nothing until you unfocus your eyes and then it becomes 3D. Yeah. And there's like a 3D like image. We that's had a like Kama Sutra. I remember my ex-husband and I had a book of magic 3D. It was the Kama Sutra. And so yeah. we saw the sexy people. In Did you yeah. do every position with him? With my ex-husband? <laughs> no. Mm-mm, we didn't. How many positions did you do total sex wise? I don't even. I don't. I don't know. With my ex husband, we were very, very vanilla. We didn't. More or less than eight. Less. Less than eight positions. Sure. (laughs) It was the the entirety of your marriage. Yeah, I mean, I was with him for thirteen years. Yeah, we didn't. That's 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 less than a position a year. (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) We just. Well, I mean, really, if you think about it, there's really only like four or five like solid ones and some of the other stuff it's like man like but i didn't drink enough water today we'd been <laughs> we'd been together since i was 19 there are so many positions we were together from when, when i was 19 to when i was 32 and i he was the first person i had sex with and i didn't i never we never watched porn we never there was never it just wasn't a we you mean he was watching porn but you weren't watching porn right maybe yeah i guess but he we didn't he uh, it was very vanilla, and I was <laughs> raised to Pam, a Christian. Pam was married to a black guy, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> she keeps I using this word vanilla, but let's, <laughs> lest we forget. <laughs> I was I was married to a black guy. Um, anyway, it was I was very sexually inexperienced when I moved to San Francisco. So how'd you get yeah. over that? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> no, it was I. I was drunk a lot of the time. My my early thirties, I don't remember a lot of them. Yeah, I'd say from thirty. So I got a DUI and when I was right after I left my husband. She goes right I got a that. I got a DUI. Seems and um, on brand. yeah, I flipped the car three times and hey. whatever. Um, no one was hurt. <laughs> Savage <laughs> died and came back. Yeah, I just broke my nose. It was fine. Yeah, uh, no big deal. That's what they tell everybody. Break my nose back. all the time. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I was. It was. Uh, yeah, so I did that and spent some time in uh, jail and stuff. And then I m- moved to San Francisco because I needed public transportation because I wasn't going to drive anymore. And I mm. couldn't live in San Diego. I was a credentialed school teacher, but I couldn't even substitute teach because I couldn't get to work. I, so I had to have – so it was either San Francisco or New York. You think you love the Muni? Pam Benjamin loves the Muni. <laughs> I love the Muni. I love Muni. <laughs> I moved to the city for Muni. So I moved here, and I was still – I was. And when you move here, it's like, what? And I was just dr- uh, drinking. Like, I was, I, well, I fell in love with karaoke and all kinds of other things. Hell and I yeah. Started, yeah. So I was out at bars and I was just drinking, 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 drinking. And, um, and I've, yeah, I got, I got, I got finger banged by a bike messenger in the alcove of Bender's. He was a door guy. Like, I mean, I was doing crazy shit. Like, I was crazy. <laughs> Living. Yeah. I was like having sex in bar bathrooms with locks on them at the homestead. I got 86th for some kind of behavior like that. Yeah. Um, I was crazy. Yeah. I was crazy. I got a Bender's used to have this smoking room and, <laughs> and they, they forgot me in there one night and I was <laughs> back there just drunk writing poetry by myself. Of course. And I stumble out of there like <laughs> three in the morning and I'm smoking, smoking, smoking. Cause it was a smoking room. It's, it's now where we keep all the buck, buck, muck, m- mops and buckets and things. So I come out, I stumble out. It's almost three o'clock and the, the bartender, he was like, what the fuck are you 
doing here? What? Are you? And I was like, I know what Chet back. I was writing poems. I'm so <laughs> sorry. So wasted. Hell yeah. Yeah. But um. Yeah. yeah it's I think it's important. It's an important part of people's lives to completely go nuts and like try, try at least try to burn down the person that you think you're supposed to be I, d- I was doing i was trying hard but i was in i was in a graduate school for poetry so at least i was writing everything down oh, like i was question in your saga yeah what was 16th admission like back in the day oh my god <laughs> Mr. Dr- oh my god 16th admission was so cool like there were so many people it was like a real show and justin scales was doing his comedy back then it's just so funny because justin scales and ali wong were on the same stage at the brainwash together and all these different shows and now she's all famous and he's still here doing <laughs> 16th um, the 16th admission was amazing. There were like 50 to 80 people, and it you was t- great. You'd have to perform, like, turning in a circle. Like, there were – oh, it was so fun. Yeah. And you had to be so loud, and I'm so loud. So it was so it was easy oh. for me. I just loved it. There's I no it. microphone? No nope. microphone. Nope, you, you just, just yell. Do it on the street corner. Yeah, and uh, if you – I mean, it's so f- – I miss it. It's Thursdays. Yep. But, I mean, I actually sh- – I should go there after Ireland sometime since Thursday. Ali Wong used to do that? Well, she used to do brainwash, um, not not sixteenth admission. It was mostly like poetry, comedy. Kasim Bentley said it a couple times. I've what happened? Comedy. Why did it stop? Well, no, it, it didn't. Still it still goes, it's but it's just, just small. Why is it? It's why isn't it? Yeah, why is it? It's because the the cool. Well, because I don't do it anymore. <laughs> uh, because the cool people all left. Charlie Getter was the one who kind of. There was a there was a big poetry scene here about twelve years ago, and it was. It, I mean, I I turned into comedy because. There weren't enough poetry open mics. There wasn't enough stage time. And comedy started taking over some of the poetry open mics. Like there was Monday at Brainwash used to be a poetry open mic, and it was for years and years and years. And it it was music first, and then it became poetry. And then, because it was Guinevere Q, and that whole group of people, and M.G. Martin. Yeah, she hosted, and M.G. Martin, and Mike Scott. And there was a whole poet group that we all went to school together at SF State. So Mm -hmm. we're like, we're all poets. And there was just like a cool group of people. Yeah. And um, I've heard stories. Yeah, it was poetry was fun. Except we were all just all so pretentious. It's just different. It's, it's the same <laughs> thing as comedy. It's just that. Not like, the, hip- not like the hipsters now. There's what? <laughs> You're like, we were all so pretentious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, not like the hipsters now. We're yeah. like totally grounded and done. <laughs> or they, cause I'm not pretentious. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, secrets. Secret, secret oh. memes on the radio. <laughs> so good. We've got a little time left. Someone be interesting. Ooh. I'll be interesting. We can smoke pot. There's a there's a should be interesting. Yeah. Don't smoke inside. Don't wait, what? You can't have a smoke cigarette inside. inside. I don't have the headphones on, I can't hear you. Uh. <laughs> hey, come on. <laughs> there are Oh, serious Pam. Well there are eighty six me, bro. There have to be some rules. You, you kinda never get eighty six, you just eighty six yourself. You know? It's well that's that's a one seventy two. Yeah. When you 86 yourself. Yeah, it's Leviathan's 172. <laughs> 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 Leviathan's Wait, Leviticus. <laughs> no, no, it's it's uh, Roman numerals. Numerology should just be like, A, are you not worried about being insane? <laughs> then don't worry <laughs> about numerology. <laughs> I, yeah. There's, um, I, and I don't know if I can ever recover it because it's on the old discs that are unrecoverable, like the little square guys that are hard. Can you make one of those mics hot for me? Yeah, it's um, S1 with the long cord. You can take it all the way outside. Yeah, there you go. Um, I 
Oh, yeah, so I wrote when I was on meth. I did meth for about <laughs> three months. Every good numerology story starts yeah. when I used to do meth. So I, I, did, I did meth. I was, I was in and out of meth really quickly. When I was 25, yeah. I had a small problem with, with meth. And I was teaching junior high at the time, and I was stage managing this musical, guy, um, not Guys and Dolls, uh, the one with the sharks and the jets. So you had a lot of, so you had a ton of free time. So I, yeah. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first, like I read the last one day. And I was the dance captain too. So I was the dance captain, the stage manager. I was teaching junior West high special at West Side Story. And I was doing a lot of meth. Um, meth Side Story. And <laughs> during this time, I also decided to write a novel. Because of course. But it was a novel <laughs> about Scrabble. And not about Scrabble, <laughs> but. Every sentence had to have a certain amount of, of numbers, numbers yeah. from the words <laughs> a value. and value. And each page had to equal up to a certain value. And so I got trapped in this, like, you know, C-A-T, two, uh, one, one, five, four, five, five, two. It says T is a two, two, and five, five. Okay. So like you invented Sudoku? <laughs> 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 so I... Um, wrote it made no sense it started to make and then it started making less sense or more sense because i was like thinking of it sort of almost poetically but not because i was trying to use it it was trying to be fiction it was also meth also the meth yes also <laughs> no, the meth don't forget absolutely <laughs> yeah, there's also that so i'm i'm like running i'm doing like four hours a night of rehearsals i'm teaching during the day i'm writing this novel and i'm just awake all the time doing meth and it lasted for about three months and then I just like stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky. Yeah, I didn't even. Well, I didn't even have like a nervous breakdown or anything. Like, I just stopped, and and nobody really even knew that I was had been on meth that whole time. Yeah. So I knew. <laughs> you weren't even born yet. <laughs> no. I was in your this belly, and like I knew. <laughs> this I felt like it coursing <laughs> through my little veins. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> It was that this was in 90, let's see, 97, 98, 98, I'm going to say, 1998. Pam, Pam, this is the voice of your unborn children. <laughs> Why did you do so much meth and then abort us? Why couldn't you have just aborted us? <laughs> was, it, was her aborted <laughs> child named Iago the parrot? We're up in purgatory. We can't shut up. <laughs> We're annoying all the other limbo babies. Please <laughs> help us. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad you about stay down. any of my abortions. <laughs> I don't feel I don't feel badly. I'm glad they didn't want to be here. They sh- couldn't have. I would have been a. It wouldn't have worked out for anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. Because then I would have blamed the. Actually, it would have worked out for me because then I'd have something to blame for my failure. Yeah. Instead, I'd be. <laughs> 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 like instead of. I should I should have had a kid so I could be like, you you're the reason I'm either. not anything. <laughs> you're the reason. Look what you did to me. So really, like, not having kids is the most selfless act. Actually, yeah. For me, not having kids is, is a more selfless act than. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because I could have, I was married for 13 years. I was supposed to have kids. Yeah, I'm. Su- that's you're. Am- it's amazing that you didn't. I know. Yeah. I'm so lucky. Well, it's my vanity. I never. I. Uh, it was the manifestation sweet, sweet of my vanity. eating disorder. I never really dealt with my eating disorder, and when yeah. I was married, I never wanted to 
be pregnant because I was afraid that I'd get fat. Mm. And I was afraid that my, you know, the reason I married my, I can boil it down to the reason I married my husband. It's because he loved me when I was fat. When I was 150 pounds, when I was, oh my God. I, oh, no, no, seriously, this, that was big for me. So I was a junior in college and I was 150 pounds and he still loved me. He loved me when I was at my fattest. And, and <laughs> no, seriously. And it was a big fucking deal for me because I was like, I've seen pictures of me then and I was like, oh my God. Whoa. Like I was, I was, for me, I was, <laughs> I was big. I'm sorry. I know. I, hey. I can appreciate that. If you, if you love a skinny girl while she's in her fat days, she will bend over backwards for you. Hey. Literally. I, I, <laughs> I married him. I used to be, I used to be like 260. Oh. Yeah. But like I, I was like in really good shape and then like stopped doing all sports and just kept on drinking and eating fast food. And suddenly you gotta get <laughs> like, Yeah. There was just, just like, just <laughs> like I, I, there was like, a, there was a couple years where I never didn't drink three forties. See, I just have a perfect metabolism. Hey, I, I still eat like crap. Hey, what's your name? Uh, Dave. Hey Dave, go fuck yourself. Bro. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a story, dude. Paint your fucking guitar. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, but yeah, but, it, but you get, like, you get like, my past. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the only way that I dropped it was fat shaming myself. Mm, mm, me too. You know what I mean? It works. But uh, uh, it gave me like a, it gives you like a weird perspective because it's like different, different people are nice to you at different times. You know what I mean? You're like, these motherfuckers. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, weren't yeah. So fa- you weren't so nice to me and you couldn't see my jawline, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty. So. You know what I mean? Good, and th- good, important things. What do you got to say? What do you got to <laughs> say over there, fucking you and McGregor? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's hard. So my my all of my eating disorders stem back to when I was in kindergarten. I was four. Yeah. And I was very, very smart. I could read, and other people couldn't. And um, I could memorize Bible verses and all that. And we used the kids in the, my class. They used to get ice cream cones when we'd say our Bible verses correctly. And so one day I get up there and I do my Bible verse. I think I memorized a little before and after just to be a pretentious show off because <laughs> I was like that even then, you know, come hey. on. I'm like, I was, it was, I was flexing as a four-year-old, like, I can memorize more than you. <laughs> so then the teacher in front of everybody else, everyone's got ice cream cones. She gave me graham crackers and she was like, Fuck. fat little girls never amount to anything in the world. Oh. You're fat. Wow. You got to watch that. And ironically, the ice cream cone and the graham crackers probably have the same amount of calories. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest. Like, they're exactly the same. It didn't matter at all. And, and she was a cunty bitch. But it was also a Christian school, so no one was going to question any of that shit. Yeah. And they could still spank you in the office. So yeah. it was like... I thought you were going to say, ironically, that bitch died of a coronary. I like. hope so. Oh, my God, I hope she's dead. Mrs. Mowers, what a cunt. Pam, you look good now, though. Thanks. You do look good, Pam. We just met, so that's a little forward, but got it going on, girl. Well, I eat. I make myself eat. Yeah. You can't take any of the credit. It's all that girl. It's all that old lady. (laughs) It's all, I know, it's all Mrs. uh, Mrs. Mowers or the ballet teacher. Mo. Hey, what? Know what you're doing? (laughs) Know what you're you're doing right now? And by set by set of your own rules, is your bringing those bitches back from the dead by saying their names. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Say my name. Say my name. Yeah, you yeah they're, they're, they were if awful. I, if I emotionally scarred you. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's just so funny because it was women. In a leotard, too. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, say my name. Here's a graham cracker <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> I wasn't I even that fat. I was, I was cute. I was precious. I mean, you weren't that fat for a four-year-old, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It was just, it was Jesus bad Christ. shaming. No, well, it was, I know it was Jesus Christ. That's where you keep him in the room. 
Whoa. Yeah, I know. Did you not look deep into the eyes of Sparkle Jesus and ask him to forgive all your sins? No, I got distracted by all the sparkles. Yeah. He's yeah. like Disco Jesus. See, but I don't need to ask he's him. He's Ketamine Jesus. Yeah, he's <laughs> Ketamine Jesus. Soft drug. I'm more concerned with the Holy Spirit, honestly. That seems, yeah, <laughs> seems like the seems like the, the fun the fun. Yeah, end. well, he's I mean, a slippery he motherfucker. <laughs> no, he's, a, he's a he's a really good rapist. I mean, he fucking impregnated Mary. No, that was he God. can get through them cracks in the wait, doors. That's how wait, he did it. He just seeped oh, right through. God, wait, 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 God no, sent the Holy he just Spirit went through down. Walls. Wait, Jesus is the Son of God. Joseph was God. put into Mary by God. Mm. Spirit fucked Mary. That's the point. Yeah, no, the I think Holy th- Spirit I, I, fucked Mary. I think the Holy Spirit is what causes people to dance in the streets. The Holy Ghost. Yo, you know how he, you know how he impregnated Mary? How's that? He went through the fucking wall. That's how he did it. Joseph was trying to get in that bitch, but Mary locked the door. She was <laughs> like, Nah. <laughs> and God was like, We need to put a baby in this bitch. She's about to have the next birth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how that happened. And that's how that happened. Yay, God. <laughs> Yay, God. <laughs> God and rape. Well, it's, it's. I mean, Jack Ferguson has that joke about uh, Zeus yeah. turning into a bull and fucking the, but he also, Zeus also became a swan and laid in the swan and he fucked the lady. He raped a, he raped the lady w- as a swan. I, when I ask women what is the sexiest animal, they say bull and then they always say swan second. Well, that is, those are the two animals that Zeus chose to, God. um, Chose for his corporeal form. That's why he's the BMOC. You know what I mean? What's BMOC? Big man on campus. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like, who with the acronym about over the pants hand job? Is that you too? Are o- you the o- acronym man? OTPHJ. O- OTPHJ. Yeah. <laughs> over the pants hand job. <laughs> yeah. Fun times. They're College. real. They count. They do. They do count. <laughs> they count. Sure. All right. <laughs> Why not? What do you? What are we counting? <laughs> it's not for nothing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's not. It's not nothing. If I started, if I leaned over and started giving you an OTPHJ, you wouldn't be like, that th- <laughs> you wouldn't be like, this is a zero sum <laughs> arrangement. So, so do I have d- to be Samuel Jackson in this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> uh, or? I'm just saying, it's not nothing. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I give my grandma a really good OTPHP. OTPHP. <laughs> Pat yeah. down. All right, we've got a couple of minutes left. Be entertaining. Oh, no. It'd be What'd more entertaining. I'm the foot fucking master. The foot fucking master. That yeah. are you the foot master and you're like you're ejectifying it, or, or are you the foot fucking master? Are oh, you the foot fun. master and you're and you just like have a propensity to swear? Are you the foot master <laughs> in the sense that you're, you're, I'm the foot fucking master, you know, you or know are you the foot fucking master? Oh, I'm the foot fucking master. Okay, that's yeah. why. Because oh, yeah. thanks they to the internet. I think we can all know that somewhere in this world there is the master of foot fucking. Either like it's too big to put a, you, your vagina has group. to be so big to put a foot in it. Now, no, like, that's not now what pan. I think of when I think about foot fucking. I think about two feet grinding up and down on a cock. Well, but then oh. again, that's just talking there's masculinity. There, well, See, I don't watch porn, so I don't understand any of that. Now, first of all, <laughs> that's real these, world experience. There, there aren't not masters of both styles of foot fucking. Both, right? yes. Have a yearly competition. Well, I mean, well, it, it, it's, it's kind of like, like the Army Navy game. You what know is what I mean? One's in the water, one's on in the game. land, but they're both killing people. It's not like, you know what I mean? But uh, uh, where were we going with that? Foot fucking? Foot fucking. There are two types of foot fucking. Um, there's a master of foot fucking. And there's a master of foot. There's probably two different masters of foot fucking. Yeah. But uh, uh, that someone, someone has put in a lot of work 
to gain a following. Like, there's, so there's, hours there's, to be exact. There's more than one person yeah, on the road towards <laughs> the mas- mastery of foot fucking. There's like no doubt many people like there's people who are like, you know, I was in tech and then I started making so much more money fucking my own foot. Mm-hmm. Like, I Wait, what? Webcam. 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 Webcam shows. You can put your own foot in your no, own. No, the techies probably. Not me. This is them. No. If you cut your toenails short enough, you can do anything. Not participate. Well, I mean, like, you know, yeah, you don't eat your own kind, I guess, right? I just I can't believe how people make money. I'm just I, know. I don't understand the world. I don't don't I want to hide in a barrel of whiskey. I don't I don't think it's a problem for anyone to make like well I mean if you fetishize making money that's too bad. But like I don't use lotion. I use dollar dollar bills. <laughs> <y'all>. <laughs> I don't I don't use emotional intelligence. I use Axe body spray. Um Okay, that sounded like a dig. It's somebody that was not. That was just a... Anywho. I have to go to Ireland's and get my cat food. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say. <laughs> but I left my bag of cat food there last night. Like, a big bag of cat food. It's like $40 worth of cat food. It's already, it's already the bar nuts. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I got a text this morning that woke me up that said, you left your cat food at the bar. <laughs> Which I think is a funny text. <laughs> It's probably been how many? It's probably been texted at least at least three times. You moved your cat food yeah. at the bar. I was gonna say four, three, the, three spots. The other three. the other best text three I ever low, got. My mom texted me and she said, "Jesus is calling you," <laughs> and I was like, "No, you're texting me." There's something <laughs> completely different about that. So she did that. Is that a bit? Is that a bit that you have? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Sneaked it in right in. I did. Well, because I was talking about texting. And so I can see how I did that. And it seemed, was it just so seamless? Well, I yeah. did. I called you out on it. And I <laughs> yeah, you did. So it wasn't so seamless. It's, you didn't really. I had a good a set tonight. Though. Tell me I had a good set, Sam. Sam, tell me I had a good set. I didn't listen to your set. You were sitting on the ground right in front of me. I know. And I didn't listen to it. <laughs> how did you do that? <laughs> Pam, your set was so good, Pam. <laughs> I had a good set. You had a good set, Pam. I like the the, thank you. I like the Corona a lot. I did. Well, no, but you didn't hear my, my my first set was better than my second, David. Oh, for the sure. The one during happy hour, I was on. Gotcha. I was trying to impress Sam. <laughs> he wasn't listening. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else laughed. <laughs> why? Why would you even say that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> hey, and here we are, Sing- singularity. Because I. I'm because it's good. It's good to feel. It's good to feel driven. Yeah. I've been working a lot harder lately. Yeah. And that's good. Because what else? I mean, what else are we gonna do? Exactly. Not do it hard. Well, I I guess I've been lazy. I some I think I think for a good amount of time I was sort of like resting on some invisible laurels, and it was like not. Whoa, that's deep. Invisible laurels. (laughs) I think. Well, it's. I think it's. (laughs) There's like, there's a song. Fuck. What what band was that? I want to say there's this punk band Rufio, and back in Rufio. the day. Rufio. Oh, hey, <laughs> and then like with the name of that song that starts like that is "Safety of Routine." You know what I mean? And it's like super appealing to be like, it's like, like w- if you come from a place either having never been off the fucking deep end, like on your own trajectory, flying off the planet. It's like, what else is there? And if you spend too much time flying off the planet on your own trajectory, you come back you're like, oh fuck. This routine is so much better. Right. Sure, sure, sure. No, I see what but you're then saying. It's, but yeah. then it's like, it gets to a certain point where, and I, I read this 
on Instagram the other day, but Dolly Parton said, if you don't take the reins, wait, fuck, I'm going to fuck it up. Dolly Parton said, you can go where you want, you just got to take the reins. Do you know what the quote is? Stumble out of bed, fumble to the kitchen, kill myself, that's <laughs> 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 Yawn and Yawn scratch and scratch and scratch and Please don't take my name. <laughs> get home another day, God bless. <laughs> but um, no, but, you know, but it's like, hey, you can do whatever you want, and you can pick a lane and like stay in it, and then it's like... It's a lot more cool. You step on the gas, though. Come sliding in. But then you can't, you can't gas. You have to, like, you know, you have to, there have to be interims of speed and then slowing down. Like, you have to fill the well. Otherwise, there's nothing to create from. But ben, then also, you, you have to. You drive at all. You just shouldn't. <laughs> I don't. I don't drive at all. I haven't driven a car in so long. I don't even remember how to do it. It's, it's me not drive. I can't believe I drove for 16 years of my life. I can't believe how we let people operate motor vehicles. There is it's so much higher order thinking going on just about like speed and distance and sight and people having infirmities. Like I'm starting to go blind. Jesus Christ, I couldn't drive a car. And attention span and other things taking your attention away like radio or people talking or your fucking phone. Oh, it is, everyone is taking their life. I would be dead if I had a smartphone. Yeah, everyone's it, taking their lives Why? into their own hands all the time. Because I'd be it's playing five games of chess in the fast lane on the freeway. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, I drive. I drive not as much now, but I do drive a lot, and it's ama- it's amazing that uh, people aren't dying everywhere all the time. Yeah, all the time, constantly. It's I like I can't even the the faith in the architecture for me is just gone in the idea of cars driving on streets. I I only I like to take buses because they're big, and I feel like I can't get hurt. Like it it scares me to that. You people don't have are a seatbelt though. I know, but it's a big bus. Momentum, momentum. Yeah, unless inertia. Unless they're actually in like a static object that weighs like equal to the bus. Unless another bus hits. Yeah, (laughs) bus drivers are also in this city are very well trained. Yeah. Like uh, when I'm near a bus, I feel so safe. (laughs) I have, but I have very little faith in architecture. Like I'm afraid of. I hate the BART train, and whenever I go underwater, I freak out because it's like it's an electric train underwater. It's an electric train. The scream. Underwater. Like, yeah. Who puts an electric train underwater? This is engineers. Oh, could, it's like the fucking subway in New York. They put it underwater? Could you and imagine being... Sorry. To, no, go ahead. I'm just ranting for no reason. Could you imagine being the first team of people to be like, oh, we're just digging this tunnel under the bay? Do you, do you know how the... <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, so that when the... um, This is how the Golden Gate Bridge was built. Um, they would take men in a metal box and they'd lower them down the water, and then they'd pull the bottom of the box out so they'd be on the ground, and they'd dig, 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 dig until they a certain amount of time, and then they'd put the thing back in, and they'd all climb up, and they'd all go back up. That's how they did the fucking Golden Gate Bridge for the pylons. But if you could just jump (coughs) out and swim. No, but you're under. No, no, you're like, you're you're way under the water. You'd be under the top, but you wouldn't be awake. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So they they took, so they had the, the big metal box, and it had all the air in it, and they all got in. And they let it down for like two hours or whatever. Yeah. And then they, you know, they bring the, have the thing come back in, and they'd all go back up to the top. And they send another group of guys down there, and they'd get down and pull the ground, pull it out, and dig, 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 dig. Because because 1932. You, right. Because you got to go down, and before you can put the first leg up. Yeah. You got to dig a hole twice as. Exactly. Right in the 30s. Yeah, in the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> and so they accomplished this with well, no, metal fucking height. boxes. A third of the height. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, I don't know. A lot of people died. And uh, (coughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people died. A lot of, there were. Did some boxes just collapse and get water in them? 
probably. I'm not digging. There's all kinds of ways water. guys died you know I mean? building that bridge, like falling yeah. peak to roadway, like from the top. Like there's all kinds of ways. People, people died, died building the roadway. Hell yeah! Oh. Like yeah, the me? number that's in my head is 152, but I don't know if that's right or that's not. Why don't and people I die should, as much? I, why don't Why don't people die? I don't get that. Why Why don't people die anymore? It seems like no one's dying. Only old people are dying, and people, you know. Because no one has any sense of adventure. I don't know. <laughs> is that it? Is that what the I'm fuck? not going to jump OSHA, off a man. building. OSHA's keeping everyone safe. Three minutes. Be, be Everybody be majestic. <laughs> no? So. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Didn't want to. Uh, this has been uh, the end of Comedy Clubhouse. It's been a lot of fun. We are a corona-free space, I think. I don't know. <laughs> are we all going to die? Who knows? Yeah, I know. Is he coughs? <laughs> yeah, just cough straight onto the mic. I've, yeah. There were very funny sets tonight. I think people were very funny. I feel like I was very funny. I feel good about that. I'm starting to learn how to understand that. I, I read that Bill Hicks book, and it changed a lot for me. I reread it for the second time, and I was like, oh. Which book it's just it? a biography about him and his whole life, and they talked to all these people. and But it's it's really in-depth about like him and <laughs> when he was little in his process. I love that word, dude. Seep. <laughs> So Sam's been hanging out and Alex and David and I've been Pam and <laughs> hit the other horn while you're at it. All the horns. DJ Click coming at you live. This is one oak in my hand. on your morning commute. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Ram is coming in. <laughs> All right, um, DJ Click. Oh yeah, thanks, thanks everybody Spinning for that hanging black, out. Black plastic. Yeah, it's that's my favorite show, Flat Black Plastic. <laughs>